0: Welcome to Mock is the Soul Being Podcast, where we host leaders of the generation to share their stories and experiences of their personal successes, with the intention of passing that wealth of knowledge and experience to the next leaders of the future. I'm your host. My name is Dylan, but here I go by the name Soul Being. On this show, we ask a series of questions from the mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual pillars. So, that we can get a well rounded view of our leaders. In a holistic view, it is these pillars that we can refer to that remind us of our mind, body, and soul connection. Of course, these things are important in terms of self care, but also to our environments and in our relationships. So, we'd like to take a moment to appreciate all the factors that have brought us here today to have any of these conversations. And so, it is my honor to introduce the Mock Podcast. Just letting you know, so uh, what I like to do in these conversations, I hold a very strong intention uh, before coming into these, um, I don't know where you begin spiritually or where you come from, right? Um, but the intention is, is just knowing that, of course, where we come from, we come from a bloodline, we come from our history, we come from our ancestors, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, the passing forth of that wisdom and that knowledge we embody it you know so like to hold the intention of our our higher selves Mm -hmm. and that uh and that we hold that connection with our higher selves relationship that Mm -hmm. connection uh as within so without Mm -hmm. as above so below as the universe so the soul we just stay on that intention you rock with that
1: i got you cool
0: so uh ready when you are awesome uh so your name is jalen and you go by jalen
1: I go by, <clears throat> excuse me, either Jalen or the Jalen brand, but Jalen.
0: The Jalen brand? Yes. I like that. Jalen. Name of power.
1: Thank you. Absolutely. Yes.
0: <laughs> so Jalen, uh, we would just like to know a little bit more uh, about who you are and about your successes. So uh, on this podcast, we uh, we use the pillars from mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. Okay. And uh, we know that these pillars or a reminder for our mind body soul connection and uh so we like to use that as our, our way of getting a well-rounded view of who you are and so we keep it in that basis
1: let's get it absolutely so, so um who i am i am a powerful man who has had the opportunity to influence other people around me through love through coordination my successes in leading people, masses of people, doing different types of things—events, weddings, um, launch parties—you know, you name it, any, all things social—I've kind of been that gel that makes all of it happen mm-hmm. on one continuous level. Mm-hmm. So
0: you—it sounds like you hold a space or a container um, for your people and for a place for connection absolutely absolutely so where does that take you uh, how do you see the wealth and the
1: value of, of that type of connection so the wealth the wealth for me is an overwhelming amount of love mm-hmm. and support all around me mm-hmm. so very from the very beginning I've always just been that one sought out kid and every crazy opportunity that's like that happened to you happened to me you know and it's kind of <laughs> like that's dope that's amazing so Early on, I've always been surrounded by like like kindred spirits, if we may. Like people are always like, I've met you before. I've seen you before. Uh-huh. I feel like I know you. It's you look like, familiar. Yeah, very mm-hmm. like very much so. And so that has allowed me the opportunity to have a wealth of people who just love me, have a wealth of people who just kind of favor me, you know, like God's favor is on me. And it helps resonate with someone else, with other people, mm-hmm. because I'm allowed to Occupy the space with myself, uh-huh. but also occupy my space with purpose. And so the success in it, I've been on a lot of different platforms with a different, a lot of celebrities, yeah. a lot of local, a lot of international celebrities. I've been able to manage Fortune five hundred companies. You okay. know, I've been able to, you know, be in charge of, you know, a very prestigious group of people Mm -hmm. all the time and so my work has kind of stood up for itself. So I'm rocking that out. Speaks for itself. Yeah. You
0: have great coordinating ability. Yes. And you acknowledge that skill within yourself. Yes. What time uh, where in your life would you say you became aware of that that you know, like man, I got I got this skill and I got these people and they want to be connected What you know, what 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 was working for you? And you said, Man, I'm gonna make this work for me.
1: I believe probably like eight when I was <laughs> eight years old, yeah, my mom was our church's secretary, okay, and of course, people get married at the church, there are funerals at the church, there are you know community events at the church, there mm-hmm. are back to school rallies and vacation Bible schools, and so much outreach at the church, my mm-hmm. mom was in charge of all of it, yeah. So from an early age I've always seen her calling vendors, letting people mm-hmm. in the church, staying late to clean up, yeah. you know, letting brides in at a certain time, then the uh-huh. photographers, videographers, and then you know, the church decorators. So I've always just I me and my mom I used to be glued at her hip. So everywhere she went, I went. Things that she's like taught and did, I picked up. So around fourteen uh-huh. is when I made a conscious decision. I'm like, I wanna be an event coordinator. Like that's what I wanna do. I know it without a shadow of a doubt. Like I can command a room, and I knew it was a gift because I am naturally introverted. Mm-hmm. I am naturally reclusive, and I would rather so much just sit down, say nothing. And nine times out of ten, when I do that, people are like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Nothing. I'm just I'm cool. Just you know, not talking." And then they're like, "Well, we're normally used to pointing and shooting and going." And I'm like, "Okay, well." All right, let's get it. So I kinda of step up to that need mm-hmm. and that's kinda that's kinda been my thing. Fourteen, eight, and then fourteen is when I took it serious. I planned my first wedding at fourteen. You planned your first wedding at fourteen? I planned my first outside wedding, a couple, of Justin and Jasmine, and um I was a freshman in high school and I just remember they're like, We're getting married on this date. What do we need to get? And I was like, Okay. And you need to get things, these, these. and I made <laughs> it happen and it was dope.
0: The word that I hear is prestigious. Prestigious. It's a good word. Yeah, you Absolutely. like that word?
1: I love that word. That's <laughs> one of my like favorite words. Prestigious. I don't want to be exclusive. So you do use that word? Yes. Yes. Prestigious. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think it's a different tier of lifestyle. It's not a prestigious person. It's not a prestigious honor. Mm-hmm. It's prestigious actually, prestigious. but prestigious. But I think it's the highest level period. It's the highest rank to be a prestigious honor. It's like, there's no other honor than this. There's no other moment than this moment. There's no, you know, opportunity. There's mm. no event. Like, this is the event. Like, the Met Gala is such a prestigious event, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, to get there is an honor, but to get there, you have to pay the most money. Out of all social events, tables at the Met Gala start at $30,000. And you have to, you know, pay that to even be considered to be invited. But to be invited is just such an honor in itself, but you don't know the seed that it took to get there. To make it happen. To make it happen. Dreams don't work unless you do. Unless you do. (laughs) And your money doesn't work unless you make it work. Right.
0: Mm. Would like to make the acknowledgement you brought up your mama, Mm -hmm. right? Is there uh, friends and family uh, in support of you that you had a moment to just give a word and you could just give a word to your people. And it's like, yo, um, how would
1: you like to acknowledge? your people? I would like to acknowledge my people by simply just saying, thank you. I think sometimes we get so busy being successful and so busy being at the next that I don't get an opportunity to really tell the people who carry my name in their heart, carry my business in their hearts, carry my, considerations can Mm. carry my flaws, Mm. carry my successes, carry my failures in Mm -hmm. their hearts. Like there are people who reach out to me, like I saw you on TV and I knew that if anybody can make it, you can make it. So to those people, to Didi, to my mom, to my my mothers, I have a lot of mothers, you know, I was very great fortunate enough. I didn't have many fathers, Mm. but I had a lot of mothers to kind of help instill. So to them, thank you. Thank you for holding me accountable. Thank you for loving on me. Thank you for teaching me the right way. Thank you for sowing into me. Thank you for believing in me. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Thank you for that. And thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. That was great.
0: Oh, so just on a mental aspect, it sounds like you have a great support system. Um, can you share an experience that you challenged, uh, that challenged your mindset and how you overcame that?
1: Absolutely. Um, I think sometimes not necessarily one in particular, but when you become very influential, sometimes the influence gets ahead of you because so many people know what to expect without knowing where you are when you go to give. So people know what to receive from you, but Mm -hmm. they don't also know to what capacity today. And so um, making those blunders, just be presumptuous in your words, be presumptuous in my actions, be those moments that challenge my mindset. Because in my mind, I know where we need to go. I know what needs to happen. But I don't necessarily always know the how. And so how we get to the end story, mm-hmm. I might be sharp. I might you know, be quick, I might be overly accommodating. And then it challenges my mind because I have to continue to let people in to understand where we're going. It takes a a boss to boss, but a leader to say, I'm going to put you in my shoes, but I'm also going to lead us well enough to put me in yours. Mm -hmm. Consideration. Consideration. consideration And so my mind is always challenged in growing consideration.
0: And that's based off, it sounds like, relationship. So you would say the challenge for yourself is uh, an open mind uh, in your relationships and your connections with the people that you're working with.
1: Absolutely, that's a
0: great challenge. You know, I mean, of course, we're all faced with challenges of our environments, of, mm-hmm. our, of our family, of our relationships, and
1: yeah, I think we create. I think we create like workers. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. even in school, like you go from playtime, nap time, story time, home, playtime, snack time. Mm-hmm nap time home and then out of nowhere it's why aren't you doing as great as him mm. huh you both are being graded on your abcs or your one two threes and he has one through ten and you only have one through six what's wrong with you Ooh, right so then we grew up in this competitive state in school to be the teacher's pet or mm-hmm. i'm not good at math as him so i'm going to be good at cleaning up after recess Or so i'm not good at cleaning up mm-hmm. but i'm good at reading i'm not good at reading but i'm good at passing out snacks so then we start having our own close-minded races, yeah. right? I want to get there faster. I want to be the best. I want to get there quicker, sooner, mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. articulate or whatever. And then we for, we are so close-minded to realize, you just wanted to be my friend. Yeah. And I cut friendship off because you were better at three things and I was only good at two. Mm-hmm. Versus if we just would have remained friends yeah. and let growth happen and iron sharpen iron on whatever level, right? Kid mm-hmm. level, adult level. Yeah. But you're my best friend and you've seen me through everything and you still love me. You still be my friend. Cause that's really what it matters. So yeah. I think that closed mindedness challenges me because I, I'm, I haven't been afforded every opportunity like everyone. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So yeah. now it's like, and I'm not honking my own horn, but it's like people don't call you and ask you to be in charge of $200,000 events and budgets. They call me. So I don't have, kind of the time to kind of dilly-dally with your own Mm -hmm. capability to grow, right? So now I'm like, do I shut you out or do I give you my mind? So then that would actually, that was actually my next question for you.
0: Uh, Just kind of a well-rounded view, you know, because you do work with people. Mm -hmm. Maybe this would be a good question for you at your forefront, but what advice would you give someone that does struggle with some negative self-talk or those you know, those patterns that they develop and they get closed, you know, and and you see that, you know, you have to work through it yourself. Yeah. You know, and you can find that relatableness in others. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what kind of advice would you give?
1: The advice I would give was never stop loving you. Don't stop loving yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When you wake up every day finding a space to love you, you'll be careful with how you talk to yourself. Self-talk. Self-talk will really... It's one of my biggest vices. I'm working through it, but it's a big vice for me because I was raised, the reward for work is more work. Production. Versus the the reward right. for any work you do right. is play hard, but work harder. No, just more work. Yeah. So there were great days where you would leave success and you got plaques and awards and thousands of people screaming your name. And you're like, Moving on, I need the next award. You know what I'm saying? So when you don't talk good to yourself, or I'm judging yourself, uh-huh. that was the ugliest outfit you wore in. Why did you walk in like that? Yeah. You missed this name and you just beat brow beat yourself <laughs> so much so that now when you you need yourself, you're your lowest of lows, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nobody wants to talk to you. And then you go to talk to yourself and yourself in the mirror like, Well, you've hated on me for the past 60 days straight, I have nothing to say to you fat ass, and it's like, sorry my language but it's like, you're right, because I am so just stop (laughs) loving yourself, love yourself Mm -hmm. love yourself when you love yourself first everyone else receives the overflow of the love you've already built up
0: and that's where we can resonate on those levels of blessings that you were bringing up absolutely Absolutely. it's a great message
1: love resonates, Mm -hmm. because love is like the only thing that stands, right? right? If you lead with love, you'll work in love. And you work in love, you'll end in love. So then when you end in love, you can correct in love, you can change in love, and then you can do it all over again with way much more love. But when I take the love out, all I'm left with is what I got to offer. <laughs> and we're all human, right? So we all need more of our higher self. But if I only got your low self and my low self, of course we're sitting here looking at each other like we're crazy. Because <laughs> it's like, where's the love, man? It's like, you know what? I do love you. And all that didn't matter. Let's go have fun. right? But if we lead with that, we have fun the whole time. Then oh, it's right. like, stop making me laugh. My jaws hurt because I'm having so much fun. <laughs> and love around you, you know? Get a headache from that thing sometimes, I tell you. Crying and everything. Seriously. And I won't stop. I'm crying for no reason I just love you. <laughs>
0: That made me think of one of my favorite Beatles quotes. And uh, in the end, the love you get is the love you gave. You know, whether it's true or not, I don't know. But it made me just think. I believe that. You know,
1: like it's, it's just good to come from that place and just, and just let yeah. that ring, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I honestly believe that. Thank you. For, I've never heard that quote. No. Thank you for that quote because I believe that because I look at my own life. Just because I didn't intentionally weigh the love that I gave, I'm still commanded to walk in love. So now it's like, hey, it probably wouldn't have been Hmm. that intense had you just taken maybe two more seconds to intentionally show your love before you intentionally showed the tough part of love.
0: Because emotions do. Just keep running and moving. You take that breath for a moment. Okay, I come back to this. Hmm. (laughs) can you know, always come back to some. There's always that reference, you know, like a shaken bottle. You mm-hmm. know, let the bottle, you know, cool down before you open it up. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. I'm with that. I'm with that. I've definitely been learning that one myself. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So on a on a physical realm, is uh, is there uh, how much do you would you say you consider uh, your physical health uh, as as part into what you do in your connections and in your relationships? You know, do you have like that? diet thing do you have an exercise thing what do you do
1: physically um physically i used to be 300 pounds really right out of high school no kidding. and um it 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 was a struggle because i love food i call him fat jalen fat jalen <laughs> loves all things food and um traveling and being on the flights and road trips and all these different types of blood clots And high blood pressure And diabetes And all these things came So my physical I had to learn I I work out Five days a week I used to Work out Five days a week Um, And then maybe Two a days If I wanted to have A cheat day And my trainer I got a trainer And he told me Originally when I started He's like I'm not here to diet you I'm not here to You know Push you past You know Weird carbs And all that He said But I'm going to tell you You can eat anything You want in the world You just have to work out
0: Hmm.
1: So I was like Heck Yeah Anything I want. <laughs> yeah, anything you want, but you got to work out. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then I was going to the gym eating Big Macs and, you know, French fries and shakes. And then on the treadmill 10 minutes in, like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. because something not right, you know? And now I don't eat. I, I do eat fast food because of the um, the chain that I, the business that I operate in. Yeah. So I will eat my, my um, partnership every now and then. Um, but other than that, no fast food, I do not eat past seven True. and I learned losing weight. You are not hungry. Mm. You're thirsty. Mm. Mm. So I would always try that drink at least a bottle and a half of water before every meal mm. and before every, before every next meal, because nine times out of 10, you think you're hungry. It's just your body craving salt. It's just your body craving hydration. And sometimes mm-hmm. your taste buds will say, I really get good, good hydration from grapes. I want some fruit. Like, no. Yeah, you, your body will tell you. Yeah, your body's telling you what you want. But 9 of 10 is that water. 90% or 60% of our body's made of water. Uh-huh. So why not return to your body 60% of what it's made of before yeah. giving it a whole bunch of stuff that it's never was created to process?
0: So essentially it's just
1: saying We should just be hydrated. Hydrated. Drink water and mind your business. But as I get older, right, I'm learning that I have to, I have to do pushups. I got to do some cardio because in my, my 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 career path, I'm running venues up and down steps. I'm picking up stuff, couches, you know. So I try to be physically fit. I do have a personal trainer. Um, I love you, Marcel. Um, and I will be back very very soon. I promise. <laughs> um, <laughs> so working out with him, 30 days. I try to do 30 minutes. Uh thirty minutes a day. that's yeah. all he requires of me. Yeah. I try to go in every day at four o'clock in the morning, be done at four thirty. I worked out for my whole day while you guys were turning over. so mm. what led you to those changes? What led me one was I had to reflex oh I yeah. and um it was it, it was it was kicking little fat boys, butt you know, and then after mm-hmm. that, one day, um I ended up with a colon infection. Mm. don't know how I got a colon infection, but I was in the hospital for two weeks. From there, it, it turned into some weird form of substance that they had to biopsy and they thought I had all these different types of, you know, diseases and sicknesses. And from that moment forward, I said, you know what? I'm only putting in good. Hmm. Too much of anything stinks, what my mom always used to say. <laughs> too much of anything stinks. That was her resolve on, can I go to the, Can I go out, hang with my friends? Sure, but too much of anything stinks. Can I watch TV? Sure, but too so much, much of anything, anything stinks. Can I have more food? Too much of anything stinks. And it just will keep me with my personal conviction, where it's like, okay, have a drink. But being drunk every day, learn your body. Your body will tell you, like, I don't think we like any more of this. You know, you eat too much red meat, you eat too much pork. Like, your body will tell you what it can take. And when you start getting headaches, Mm -hmm. I would have to assess. What did I eat today? Mm -hmm. I had four pieces of bacon, Mm -hmm. six eggs, three Mm -hmm. hash browns. I had hot Cheetos. It's that mind-body awareness right there. Mind-body It's like So now, out of what you ate, Mm -hmm. what could you think Mm -hmm. is making you feel bloated or Mm -hmm. sluggish or indigestion? Mm Could have been the chips, fried in the grease. It could have been that grease and the pork and that bacon, and it's hot. (laughs) It's a headache.
0: You know, it might just be. It just might be (laughs) that, you know?
1: But it's like, it don't happen all the time. Okay, but just maybe today, in the chemistry, in your own body, and the outside, and the heat and the weather, maybe bacon, just, like for me, I do not eat sushi in the heat. Mm. Sushi is, is raw fish.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is 200 degrees. By the time all of this chemicals in the heat- in It takes the, to digest. Raw, you want to fill your body with raw meat, and it's 100 degrees outside. And then you're going to be 100 degrees baking, and then you want to while your farts stink, or your burps stink. It's mm. like- Listen to your body, because hmm. your body will tell you when you're wrong every time.
0: Mm-hmm. So how important it is for you to keep that mind-body connection?
1: You gotta. So you, you got a little routine? Yes. You like smoothies? I do like smoothies. I like smoothies a lot, but I do not like dairy. Dairy's a good thing. Dairy in, in my smoothies are just, uh-uh. so I'm more like a juice guy. Give me like a, a juice. mango puree or orange juice base. Mm-hmm. You know, I might let you throw a little Greek yogurt in there, but to be <laughs> yeah. just banana in me up and and milk and and oatmeal. It's like, <laughs> are we making hamburgers here? Or Are we making is this meatloaf or is this a, a shake? You know, <laughs> or smoothie. So I love smoothies. I love fruit smoothies with kale. Mm. Um, I love fruit. fruit. I love me some fruit. And when I get tired of the fruit, I I freeze it mm-hmm. and then put it in the water. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then by the time it melts and some my water's on temperature, water temperature, yeah, that- I drink the water. And I got a whole bunch of fruit mm. that is just blended all together or freeze them and eat them as a popsicle, you know. Popsicle. Then every now and then, maybe throw a little tequila at the bottom Yo, with the fruit fruit. <laughs> a little fun, a little, so little fun, you know. know? <laughs> Nothing major, but you know. <laughs> Sangria, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like blueberries. Anything blueberries. Blueberry. So, cool. you know what's crazy? I grew up on blueberries. I grew up on blueberries and blackberries. So, mm. um, it was trees like in the forest, like in the field. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, I had some friends back in the day. They didn't look like me. Mm-hmm. And they were doing a whole lot of stuff that I was like, <laughs> wow, well, I ain't got no shoes on. And it's like, forget it. I'll put my <laughs> shoes off too. You know what I'm saying? I'm running outside in the forest, you know, with no shoes on and they're eating the mulberries off the shit. Like, yeah. are we sure we can eat those? Like, this is a raspberry. Like, this is a raspberry bush. Never knew. And I just started eating them. And yeah. I, I've been on that kick forever, you know what I'm saying? Now it's was like, wash your fruit. I used to pick the fruit from the tree. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the same tree the raccoons was at the night before. <laughs> you know, And then in the morning, we go eat from the same bushes. <laughs> All right,
0: whatever. So you grew up with some nature connection then? Some nature connection, so for sure. They sure. have some very strong value for nature then, yeah? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Take
1: care of it, mm. take care of it. I'm not saying you can't build, I'm not saying you can't inhabit places, mm-hmm. but understand there are things that take up habitation in any new space. Yeah. Yeah. And you just have to take into consideration what you take. Because if you take it all, what's left, mm-hmm. then the reason why you fell in love with the space in the first place is gone. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of rural areas, you know, like construction and, and new development. It's like, I love this area because it's so friendly. You see deer and you see rabbits and you just see vegetation and vitality, You right. know, and then you go in there and put an 86- you know, apartment complex subdivision in there and then you leave me one little mesh pond and six trees and call it a, a, a woods. It's like... And then you'd be mad when squirrels are running in your house or you're mad when deer won't get out of your garage. Because like, uh-huh. you're in their garage. are in like, nature. They have, they're home too. Yeah, that, they have they a connection with this exact spot. You put a garage here. I mean, everything happens on Earth. Mm-hmm. Everything that we've ever known has been on this... On uh, Earth. On the Earth, you know? And we were given that responsibility in the very beginning. What a statement. You know take mm-hmm. your charge be fruitful multiply and take care of the earth
0: mm-hmm.
1: we were supposed to do that we dropped the ball somewhere mm-hmm. along the way mm-hmm. but i do love nature i think you take care of the nature mm-hmm. it breeds us we're part of nature mm-hmm. dust to dust ash to ashes mm-hmm. earth to earth
0: so it's like mm. is there any um like practices customs traditions that you have that just keeps you grounded
1: yes yeah. i'm Christian. Um, I believe in Jesus and God that keep me centered they the Holy Spirit God Jesus in every area
0: and moves and all things
1: keeps them keeps me moving mm. onward and upward and forward. The Holy Spirit will convict me when I'm wrong and won't let me get too far away from my practices when I was being young and loving and my commands and those things. God just kind of reassures his love for me every chance and every Mm. moment in my life. And, um, and I was really thinking about that, preparing for this, where I was like, you know, I used to think it was bad, you know, to be on these platforms and these stages and know these people and people don't believe you and think, but then for me, every time I was faced with this issue and I felt worthless and I didn't feel equipped, Mm. I was at a concert and random celebrities would be like, is there a Jalen in here? And it's like, (laughs) are we crazy? And it's like, Come up here, man." It's like, me? Like, why me? It's like, you know, they were like, someone just told me to call you. God loves you, bro. And it's like, yeah. you went through all of that to just show me that I was great. You know what I'm saying? And of course, Jesus' sacrifice is just like my command of love. Like, man, Jesus forgave me because I shouldn't be forgiven. So Mm -hmm. whatever you did, I forgive you. Let's move forward together Mm -hmm. because we both need the same forgiveness. So there's that. And then, of course, practices, you know, the golden rule. You know, treat um, others kind of comp- you want to be treated, yep. right? Treat others the way you want to be treated is the golden rule. But then I saw my corporation that I work for, we have a platinum rule. Treat others the way you would want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not treat others the way they treat you. Treat others the way you would want to be treated. And the platinum rule is do better, treat better than That's- the way you would want to be, like, go above and beyond, so they keep me, mm-hmm. keeps me grounded.
0: It sounds like the movement of, uh, there's always space for improvement. Yes. Right? Nothing's perfect. Nothing. Nothing. We have to work with that. <sighs> right? Right. Right. <laughs> yep. Got
1: to work with that, for sure.
0: That's great. That's great. Uh, Jalen, it's, it's been an honor talking with you. Likewise. Um, Just want to ask, ooh.
1: it's all right. Say hello. (laughs) Hi, (laughs) man.
0: Now, is there, uh, I would like to say congratulations on Michigan Fashion Week. Thank you so much. Thank you. You played your part and your role in that. And uh, that gave us an opportunity to speak with you. Yes. Would
1: you like to just shine a little moment on Michigan Fashion Week for a moment? Absolutely. So, Michigan Fashion Week was a great opportunity um, for me. Um, I enjoyed it a lot, for sure. There were moments of growth. And there were moments that I did not necessarily handle. Not necessarily. I'm not going to sugarcoat. I didn't handle every aspect of that event correctly. Um, I did the very best that I could. And um, I learned from that. And learning from that, I was able to then say what a great production Michigan Fashion Week was. From Mm -hmm. the sponsors, Mm -hmm. from the event guest goers, the videographers, Mm -hmm. the photographers, the designers, the models the food trucks, the, the sponsors, the dancers, the singers, the vendors. It was so many working parts of Michigan Fashion Week and I was so honored to be able to come on with them. They've been an organization for 11 years mm. and I came on this year as my, my first time on the team. And it was great. They're a great team. Lauren Hicks in the Michigan Fashion Week team, they're literally amazing. She took me under her wings, you know what I'm saying? We figured out our, our zhuzh and how we're going to keep it right for the future. And I'm grateful for that. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. I'm grateful for next year even more, because now I'm able to give more love and more consideration and more kindness and more regard and more respect and more opportunity and more food and more water and more makeup and more hair. I want more and more and more and more and more for Mission Fashion Week.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Jalen, it has been an honor talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. It's appreciate you. I appreciate you. Bringing us into your space and, uh, and just opening up, you Thank
1: know? Thank you. Thank you, Jalen. Likewise.